Hello, Anchor family, and hello, Larger Podcast family. This is your host, Kimberly Bonner, with the podcast, Business Scale Insights. And today, we are finishing up our week-long focus on the book, Predictable Success, by Les McCune, and also the fourth stage in an organization's development, and that is this zenith called, you guessed it, Predictable Success. This entire week, we've been really digging into the weeds of what exactly is predictable success and how can you stay in predictable success. And today, as we conclude the series, I'm focusing on really trying to get consensus in your organization and bringing all the people in your organization with you on this road, on this vision to achieve predictable success. And we're back talking about really the book predictable success, but also um, how to change the culture of an organization, which this is this is a big deal. (laughs) This is a big deal in business. This is a big deal in life. Um, This is a big deal in society. How do you develop consensus? How do you bring people um, to the table to agree, to move forward in a a certain direction? And I've seen this in a business, business environments, multiple. I've seen this in law firm environments. I've seen this in in nonprofit environments and government um, environments. And very few people do this properly. It is very difficult to change an organization's culture. It is very difficult to change a business's culture because unfortunately when people come to a business or an organization and they've been doing things a certain way and they've gotten a certain level of success, it's hard for people uh, to embrace change. Change is one of the hardest things that any human being or any individual will ever have to face. And most people don't change because they fear change. They fear the unknown. And so, unfortunately, it takes a crisis. It takes something very, 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 very almost life-threatening to the organization or to a person to make them change. And it's really sad (laughs) that this is the case. Um, But I found this to be true both personally and professionally. You know, in my own life, I literally had two near-death experiences. Both of those near-death experiences radically changed my career path because I realized that, number one, I did not want to continue on the same road knowing that I have a finite amount of years on the planet. And so I needed to make a course correction very quickly. And number two, and this is probably the worst aspect, part of my health issue and part of the, the what was exacerbating my health issue was the work environment and so it took two separate near-death experiences for me to make a radical career change as it is in the personal it is in the professional as it is in the individual life it is on the macro level for organizations And so when you are as a leader charged with this great vision and you really want to reach predictable success, you have to grapple with the psychology 
of each individual that is a serious player and even the people who are on the very lowest rung of the organization, they're gonna to have to execute this. And time and time again, I have seen organization after organization fail to comprehend that you need to present the fact to every member of the organization, sometimes you have to change or we're going to die. And, or, or, or something really close to it. And unfortunately, that's sometimes the only thing that gets people motivated. This is not part of Les McCune's book. I'm adding this as my own personal analysis uh, before we jump into this, because uh, I think this is the most underrated, underestimated aspect of, of business businesses and organizational psychology, really trying to change the individual mindset of the people within your organization. Do not underestimate how deeply important that is, or your organization is not going to change and you're not going to move forward. Hello, we're back with the Business Scale Insights Podcast with Kimberly Bonner, your host, and we're plunging into the depths of the fourth phase of an organization's development predictable success. And today we're really focused on not just maintaining predictable success, but how to get agreement, how to get consensus, how to get your whole team on board. And this <laughs> is one of the least dealt with issues when it comes to management and leadership. You have to have agreement. Folks, if you don't get agreement from not just your key stakeholders, but from the critical parts of your organization, from the leadership down to the folks who are executing the day in and day out uh, tasks, nothing's going to move forward. And so this issue of really getting to agreement and getting to a yes is no small matter. According to Les McCune, um, there are five key steps required for senior management in maintaining the transition to predictable success. The first one seems like it's obvious, but I've never, I've rarely seen it happen. Number one, you've got to explain the vision. You've got to explain the goal that you're seeking to achieve. And in this case, you've got to explain predictable success. You, you can't get agreement. And this is the lawyer in me. It's, it's hard to agree to something you don't comprehend. It's hard to agree to something that you have no clue of or do not understand. And so the greatest leaders also have to have the ability to teach. And you have to have the ability to explain to your troops, as it were, that this is a venerable goal and this is what it is. If you don't first explain something, you can't expect to get agreement. I can't really agree to something I'm clueless about. Step one. Step two, you've got to make it clear that going back to the immature stages of the organization's growth, white water and the fun stage, you know, where it's all chaos and we're all one big fat happy family, but you know, error after error is happening, but we're all one big happy family. You've got to explain to your troops that came during those very young stages in the organization's development, you've got to tell them, listen, 
even though this is painful, even though we're going through this painful growth process, the end is going to be so much better than all those pissed off uh, account holders and all those pissed off clients and, and possible lawsuits. The end is better than going back to chaos. There will be some people at this point who refuse to come on board because honestly, they're immature. And there's some people that just don't like being told what to do. And at that stage, when they say goodbye, you have to, I don't care how high they are, you know, they could be the number two in the organization. At that point, you have to be mature enough to let them go. And this is the hardest thing for a, a leader to get to this point. And if you don't do this, it will destroy you as a leader. You have to have the gift of goodbye. You have to be able to say to people, you know what? We're not going back. We're burning the boats. And if you're not willing to move in this direction, I will miss you. We want you, but we're moving forward with or without you. Number three, overtly support, affirm, and model the importance of adherence to process. Um, you can't expect people to follow you if you're doing something completely different. And so you need to demonstrate and lead by example if you expect people to actually follow you, right? So supporting and modeling adherence to process requires the use of both reward and consequence. Publicly encouraging and praising those who have mastered the new processes, but also equally important folks is um, making sure that non-compliance has its consequences. Uh, remember, folks, when I said that you're going to have to have the gift of goodbye? Well, according to McCune, number four, you're going to have to accept that many of your people are still going to leave. And that's just the bottom line. Um, some people just chafe under structure. Um, some people feel like they're not as important as they used to be. Some people just don't like change. And as a leader, this is the hardest thing to master letting people go, loving them, respecting them, honoring them for their con contribution, um, not undermining them, but letting them go and sincerely wishing them the best. I think as a, a leader, uh, some of the most immature leaders I've ever seen get petty with this. Um, they take it personal when some people refuse to move forward in a certain direction and you can't let it be personal. It has to always be professional. Lastly, Ensure that the hiring process reflects the organization's culture shift. According to McCune, every healthy organization has inflows and outflows of personnel. Um, it's so important uh, that as you hire people, you are communicating who you are and that it's part of the hiring process and that you have systematic hiring processes that include clear job descriptions, behaviorally based questions, panel interviews to identify candidates who will bring not only a great attitude to the organization, but also the ability to easily comply with the minimal administrative processes with ease. Um, and there's got to be this this communication of this change in culture that is important. And if your new hire or prospect really looks like they don't like that, then that's a red flag and you need to make a change immediately. So 
To conclude our discussion of predictable success, it's the fourth stage in any organization's development after early struggle, fun and white water. Um, it's achieved by introducing systems and processes needed to conquer complexity and get out of white water. When in this stage, the organization is at its prime and can readily achieve goals. If the right balance of systems and processes are maintained, there is no reason why an organization cannot remain in predictable success indefinitely. Allowing the new introduced, newly introduced systems and processes to lapse can lead to problems and introducing too many systems can lead to problems. Management's key role is to maintain the balance between process and vision. The ability to make and implement decisions with relative ease in turn builds a wonderfully competitive organization. Management must explain, support, and model the actions necessary for the organization to remain in predictable success. Some of those who grew the business during this period will ultimately leave, but you're going to have to learn the gift of saying goodbye and doing it with honor and respect. That's it. That's it. We've reached the zenith, predictable success. I'd love to get your feedback, your questions, your insight, your commentary. Some of you may have experienced organizations in predictable success. I, for one, have really never seen it done for an extended period of time. I've seen it done for short bursts, you know, six months, 12 months. I have not seen it done for an extended period of time. So I would love your feedback on this. Also, if you think that this would benefit some person who is a leader, a C-suite visionary, a founder, uh, someone in the trenches of an organization that has um, a great destiny, but they just aren't going to get there the way they are right now, please feel free to forward this podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, via email, however you want to do it. Here's to your success and here's particularly to your predictable success.